This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Well, this past Wednesday, a former Pitt Meadows city councilor convicted of sexual assault was sentenced to nine months in jail and three years of probation. And this was after uh, the councilor, the former councilor, was uh, found guilty of, of uh, one count of sexual assault, one of sexual interference in an incident that took place uh, 26 years ago. Now, after he was found guilty, he was able to stay on council, even though there was a large cry for his resignation. He was able to stay on council for several days. Now, joining us to talk about this is John Becker, the mayor of Pitt Meadows. Mayor Becker, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, Good morning, Jill. My pleasure. Good morning. Uh, You would like to see the rules changed. So if somebody is convicted, uh, there's a mechanism in place. Uh, How does it work now that somebody, is there just nothing that can be done to force somebody, even though they've been convicted, to leave that position? Uh, That's correct. The... uh, we go back to the mid-2000s, the Scott Young incident in Port Coquitlam, um, and even long before that, there was really nothing in place to enable municipal councils to respond to uh, the demands of the community that somebody be suspended or removed. And so you've brought a motion forward. What, what change would you like to see or could be made to perhaps remedy that? Well, it's, it, it's a complicated process. Uh, on the face of it, uh, it seems it seems easy, but but it's not. Um, in addition to being mayor, I'm a, I'm a practicing lawyer, and, and I'm well aware of the issues of, of natural justice, administrative fairness, and and of course it has to be harmonized with the with the criminal process. So the the uh, the process I'm I'm contemplating is one that would acknowledge the presumption of uh, innocence until proven guilty. Um, but nonetheless have that person put on paid leave once charged in order to deal with what uh, would likely be community concerns. And then if convicted and upon the expiration of the appeal period, they would be disqualified from holding office for the balance of the term. Which I think people would say makes sense, especially the the once convicted part, because you're right, people want the the innocent until proven guilty, and and a charge is just that, it's an allegation. But once somebody is convicted, that changes things, doesn't it? I I agree. And so it's at that point that I would see the disqualification come into play. And and also as a as an elected official, I would imagine people who live in the city or live who elected this person, there would be concerns on how much can you focus on your role, your job as being an elected official, while you have a you have a charge, a very serious charge to deal with. I I can appreciate that 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 was not uh, that was not something that was brought up in the community. Um, really, it was the the fact of the charge itself, and and not the the concern that it might be too much of a of a distraction. Uh, the position of councillor, certainly in our community and in most, is a part time position, and and so the the concern about being off work or distracted uh, did not did not resonate that loudly. Would would your motion, or would you like to see it tied to the seriousness of the charge, and that, say, a sexual assault charge would be taken more seriously than something? Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of something that would be far less, be it a property crime or something that wasn't a crime against the person. That's an excellent point. I did in, in, indulge in a, in a drafting exercise 
uh, sort of trying to get into if this, then that. And, and I abandon that because this is the kind of conversation that really needs to happen at the provincial level with local governments and with uh, a, a good amount of community engagement. Uh, it, it's that kind of question. In the case of our ex-councillor, um, rhetorically now, is there, uh, if somebody is convicted in a, of an offense that occurred 25 years ago, um, is, is, is that something that, that is deserving of disqualification now? Uh, should it be something that relates directly to their conduct in office, a, uh, uh, a defalcation of, of some expense account or some kind of an assault occurring? Uh, I, I remember the, the incident, I think I'm quoting it correctly, of a counselor sort of poked a, a colleague in a council meeting with, it, with a pencil. Is that the kind of thing that warrants this kind of uh, situation? So I think there there has to be a big engagement process here, which is why um, instead of taking this directly to UBCM, our council will be proceeding with the uh, Lower Mainland Local Government Association uh, submission first. And would it would it lead to a place? Do you think that uh, there would be criminal record checks done on candidates? That that has come up at uh, LML LGA, and I, personally, I'm not in favor of it. And that that kind of resolution has failed a couple of times. I think the 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 argument against it is a it's 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 not uh, it's not a general requirement uh, for for most uh, most occupations uh, in you know childcare workers, youth workers, etc. People that are that are applying for jobs and positions of uh, of power uh, and where individuals who may be more vulnerable are, are involved, I can see that. Um, also, the the point if if somebody was convicted of uh, of a marijuana expense, that's the example everybody pulls out. Uh, convicted of a marijuana expense is that something that, while illegal 10, 15 years ago, um, you know, come come July first, uh, it becomes a nothing. Do you want that part of the public record? And also, if somebody has served their debt to society, um, they are ostensibly thought of as having a clean sheet. They can come back and, and they can fully participate in society. Uh, so, I, again, I remain not a favor, not a fan of the, of the criminal record checks, but that, that is an excellent question. If somebody is convicted prior to being elected of an offense, should they be prohibited from even running? Again, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. But I think those are the kind of those are the kind of conversations we need to have. All right, uh, we're almost out of time. I'm just wondering, when do you think we might see uh, some movement on this or some answers on this? Well, I, I can certainly guarantee you that I I will be promoting this at the LMAG, LMLGA conference in Whistler on May 9th and 11th. I have been uh, talking to my my colleagues, both mayors and councillors, and given opportunities at the metro board table as well as at the mayor's council and there is nobody that finds the current situation uh, acceptable. There are differences of opinion on what the new mechanisms should look like uh, which is why the engagement process is going to be critical here. All right, Mayor Becker, thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate your time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.